Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Michael, are you there? Yeah, Discord just went off. <laughs> And now for his what? next trick, and he just disappeared. That was incredible. Oh, really? That was incredible. That, 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 oh, my God. <laughs> that was amazing. That was Did so I just funny. Did I Yeah, shit. you went, and now for his next trick, and it just went, boom. <laughs> like, I, just, I thought you were doing a bit. Oh, I wasn't doing a bit. I, I said, now for his next trick, he whaps his knob out. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't. Hello, hello, you wonderful listeners out there, and welcome to currently the greatest podcast on planet Earth. I'm your host for this evening, Vinny, and I'm joined today by my two co-hosts, who I like to pretend are my friends whenever we record an episode, but in reality, we only talk to each other when we're on the podcast, so make of that what you will. It's Michael and Sebek! Ooh, I on! How are we doing, mate? <laughs> mate, I'm fucking buzzing. I've had such a good week. Have you? Yeah? No, did you get involved in any of motorbike accidents or car accidents or anything didn't. to do with the road? No, nothing roadworthy that oh. I know of. I'll try and condense it. Um, so obviously, you might have noticed social posts this week were a bit quiet. I just decided to take a week to chill. We all decided to take a bit of a week to chill. The last couple of records were a bit heavy, just in terms of shit going wrong. And I just had a really nice weekend. I went to watch the new Thor film. And Natalie Portman is fucking hench in this film. I was shocked by how ripped she is. Like, she got so buff. I don't know if she took fucking steroids or some shit, but she's actually jacked. That was good. Film was... I kind of enjoyed it, by the by. Went to play football with a guy who looked like a fucking budget Rafinha, and he was a cunt, and he just kept being like, oh, do this, do that, do this, do that. And it's like, mate, I'm here because I'm fat and I'm unfit. All right. If I could do all the things that you want me to do, I would do them. But I paid eight quid to be here, just like everyone fucking else. So just accept I'm shit. Okay? He touched a nerve there. Yeah, he's a fucking prick. <laughs> and he wasn't even oh. that good. He kept losing the ball and trying to do all these fucking slick tricks and shit. And then it'd be like, I admittedly, I fucked up. I passed the ball right across our own goal and someone poached it and it went in. And he was like, you never pass. And I was like, thank you. If you hadn't have said that, I would have thought that went fucking wonderfully, you <laughs> arse hat. <laughs> Apart from that, it's been quite warm. Quite warm? Fucking hell, mate. It's like it's like a million degrees. It is about a million degrees. <laughs> Speaking of which, I actually just need to turn the fan off. I've just realised there's a fan behind me. Oh, no. God, Natalie Portman is a bit, uh, a bit hench, isn't she? Uh, oh my god oh no oh dear Seb oh god you wanted to show us sorry I got it guys don't worry yeah nice one mate you know you know that's uh, right up your ass crack don't you yeah I did it or is that or is that just your thong is that what you do with your housemates on a Saturday morning whatever yeah to make (laughs) them laugh yeah that's exactly it the weird right. thing is, is I'm on like a rattan chair, which has yeah. got like um, holes in it, and it's sort of imprinted the holes on my arse cheek. Remind me to never sit in that chair whenever I'm over your house, please. <laughs> it's fine. I, I'll decontaminate it. How are you, Vinny? Uh, yeah, I've been good. Been obviously very hot. Fucked off with British gas, but what's new? Yeah. Um, and actually, I, I did forget to mention, recently I did watch the 90s classic 
hit classic film Twins with Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, oh, Danny yeah. DeVito. Have you guys seen that film? I know of that film, yeah. I honestly, if we ever do a goat film, I reckon that's my pick. Really? <laughs> it's so fucking good. It's basically just Arnold Schwarzenegger, like in the peak of like the prime of his oh, life. Oh yeah, I know like, I have seen this, yeah. Massive with like Danny DeVito and their twin brothers <laughs> yeah. like separated at birth. It's so great. It's so weird, yeah. <laughs> Because like, and they're also they're like obviously completely opposite physically, but like in every other respect as well, aren't they? They have like any common ground. Yeah, like Danny DeVito is just like a little gremlin, like he plays in every single film, and Arnie's just like <laughs> this kind of fish out of water, like can't do wrong, happy go lucky Superman, basically. Who can barely speak? Oh, he's got like a thick Austrian accent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Other than that, yeah, I'm just looking forward to my holiday. Yeah, where are you going, by the way? Cornwall? No, not going to Cornwall. I thought I was for the longest time because everyone goes to Cornwall in Great Britain, but uh, actually North Devon, which I'm more excited for because fuck tourists. That's true. Where are you going in North Devon? Uh, Some place called Lee. It's near Woolacombe. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Not uh, Ruda, where we would famously holiday most years. Well, your family would and I would tag along. <laughs> You're part of the family. You're part of the family. <laughs> yeah, we'd go there every year and just me and Minnie would just cause absolute carnage. <laughs> do like magic tricks. <laughs> I'd film. <laughs> Fucking rip off the casino there for like a million tickets and buy some lollies. <laughs> Tonight's episode is one for you thrill seekers out there. We're gonna be looking to crown the greatest stuntman or stuntwoman to have ever lived. Whether they're brave people to be idolised or just fucking idiots, they're certainly entertaining. Let's just give them that, right? Now, if you don't know what a stuntman is, a stuntman is a person employed to take an actor's place in performing a dangerous stunt. So this one is not for the faint of heart, ladies and gentlemen, and everything else in between. Fuck yes. Can I go first? You can go first, Sebek. I believe in you. Right, so... When we decided to do the greatest stuntman or stuntwoman, when we decided to do the greatest stunt performer, I thought... Nice. I, I know. I'm fucking good <laughs> at this, mate. It's my job is to not get cancelled, right? So when we decided to do the greatest stunt person, stunt performer, I thought I would go for someone that a lot of you have never heard of because I just like to be a bit fucking funny like that. And I know... The Michael is going to go for the fucking stupid answer, like Ainsley Harriet, because he's in danger every time he touches couscous or something. But we're just not doing that, right? So I'll educate you and give you a proper answer. And then we can listen to 15 to 20 minutes of whatever fucking drivel Michael's come up with over the last week and a half. And then we'll move on. All right? Did you, you know, uh, what's his name? The guy who played Aragon, he did his own stunts. He kicked that helmet and he broke his toe. Oh, and also, did you know, did you know, I'm going to get there before though, when he throws that knife at him and he cuts it in the air, that was actually done in real life and that wasn't going to happen. Wow. That was a real knife, yeah. It was a real fucking knife. And he almost drowned when um, they were filming that scene when he was in the river, like in Two Towers. He actually oh, yeah. almost drowned, like in the river. <laughs> He's not a very good stunt performer. <laughs> He's, He's a just a guy who drowns. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I thought I'd go for a bit of an educated answer and uh, go for someone you've probably never heard of. So this is a Chinese actor who has done over 150 films as a stuntman and in a leading role. And he's widely regarded as the greatest stunt performer to ever live. But I doubt most of you even know his name. It is, Fang... we, is this going to be a joke, or is no, it going to be no... Jackie Chan? No, it's, it's a guy called Fang Shilong. So Not familiar I... with this guy. Yeah. Anyway, cool, China. moving on. Michael, what is your pick? So... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. There's more to it than the name. So, A, he's got one of the coolest names ever. Fang Shai Long. It's got Fang in it and Long, so he's got like a long Fang. That's cool, yeah. Anyway, Shai Long was born in Hong Kong in 1954. By the age of five, he was starring in films. And he grew up quickly working as a stunt double and a martial artist. And before he knew it, he was working in the successful Chinese 60s and 70s kung fu films that took the world by fucking storm. And he actually starred as a stunt double in two Bruce Lee films, Fist of Fury 
and the iconic Enter the Dragon. However, Bruce Lee binned it because he's a fucking pussy who can't take his drugs. And um, <laughs> after his untimely death in 1973, Shylong was offered his big breakout role in the new film. And this is hilarious. So it's a new film. Bruce Lee dies and they're like, we need a new film. What are we going to call it? They called it New Fist of Fury. <laughs> no, they didn't. No, they did. It's just New Fist of Fury. Oh. <laughs> and his character was largely modelled on Bruce Lee. However, the film was terrible and everyone hated it. What was he called? I can't remember. It's probably like Bruce Wee or something. Like it's yeah, just like gonna... it was just like a knockoff, right? But Spruce Shylong Lee. didn't like it either. Spruce Lee, <laughs> Spruce Tree, Spruce it's Tree. It's hard as a Spruce Tree, yeah. Spruce Lee. <laughs> so Shylong didn't like it either, and he didn't like how in Kung Fu movies the protagonist was always portrayed to have these like godlike abilities that never really came close to losing. And they just kind of came across as a bit arrogant. Like, oh, I fucking love a Bruce Lee movie. But when he's sit there talking about how his hands are lethal weapons and he's fighting off like a thousand guys at once and they don't even land a single punch, it's hard to connect to them as a protagonist. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it gets a bit like... More it's like when you watch fantasy. The Rock in a film. Like, do you know it's in The Rock's contract that you can never lose a fight in a film? That's not true, is it? No, it is. 100% of swim oh, I hate The Rock. Honestly, can I just say, he's the, my least favourite actor of any... ever. He's ever. shit. Why's that? He's just awful. Every film he's in, he's just playing himself. He's dull. Like Seb said, he's got such this massive ego, big-ass head, that he, he can't even fathom losing an on-screen fight for fear of his ego being rocked. He just seems like a massive douche. And he's not even like a proper fight or anything. He doesn't actually know any martial arts or anything like that. He just did fucking wrestling. Oh, just God. a big man, yeah. It's just, he's just a bodybuilder. Yeah, he's, exactly. he's a poor man Arnold Schwarzenegger at best. And Arnie would fucking... Arnie's done way more. Speaking of uh, weird contractual obligations with actors, did you know that every scene that... Um, Tom Cruise uh, is in. He ha- the f- the camera has to be filmed looking upwards at him, so he looks taller because he's actually like five foot seven in real life. That's mad. It's actually in his contract <laughs> for every film he does that he has to look <laughs> wow. taller than he actually is. That's Damn. so funny. <laughs> Another cool Tom Cruise fact: Google a picture of Tom Cruise. His face is wonky. <laughs> his his yeah, his teeth. <laughs> so like if you middle, draw a line yeah. down the mid center line of his face. His, like, jaw and his teeth are, like, all to one side. They're, like, one tooth to the left or something. It's, like, really, it's like yeah, it's like someone's, like, taken his head and, like, done, like, a corkscrew. It's really funny. It's really creepy once you see it. Once you notice it. You can never forget it. Every time you watch a Tom Cruise movie, you're just like, his head's around the wrong way. <laughs> round the wrong way. <laughs> Ain't no like, camera gonna like fix that. And he's walking around like this. <laughs> and they have to put his shoes on backwards. Yeah, he's got a head on the back like Voldemort in the first one. <laughs> it's just a twin he ate in the womb. <laughs> so in Shylong's next film, Snake in an Eagle Shadow, cool or name. Snake in the Eagle Shadow, what a name, he was given complete creative freedom. And he decided to do his completely own thing rather than copy Bruce Lee. And over the course of this film, Shylong established what would become an entirely new genre of cinema. One where the protagonist didn't always have the upper hand. One where the hero was just a regular guy trying his best who fought against unbelievable odds to win and just used his skill and his tenacity to get there. He wasn't a god. He was just a guy trying his best. And that genre was kung fu comedy now to be honest with you i've been a bit deceiving because while you probably don't know the name fang shai long you might know the other name that this actor uses which is this is a sort of a chinese version but in english which is jikichun um <laughs> for, for those of you who can't see the audio the video michael's giving me the finger it's of course Jackie Chan! Fucking love Jackie Chan. He is a bit, he's gone a bit politically rogue about the Hong Kong thing, but we're moving on. So obviously, Jackie Chan is 
a god. And Jackie Chan single-handedly has changed cinema. His concept of the lovable, funny protagonist who sort of manages to bumble through has influenced everything from characters like Johnny English to Jack Sparrow. They all owe their, their origins to Jackie Chan. But Jackie's more than just influential. He is the GOAT. He's the greatest of all time. Because whilst those films are great, if you want to see the best stunts, and I'm talking the best stunts, and the best action comedy, you need to watch the OG doing his fucking shit. Now, at this point as well, I should add that I'm not talking about Hollywood Jackie Chan. Hollywood Jackie Chan is great. Hollywood Jackie Chan's done some really cool movies and done some jumping about and does some cool shit with his hands. But if you want to see the best version of Jackie Chan, you need to watch any of his films shot in Hong Kong. Either those directed by himself or by one of his trusted directors. Why does this matter? Because in Hollywood films, Jackie Chan is more of just a actor who does his own stunts. And those stunts are really cool, but they have nothing on what he's done in China. In China, Jackie is the whole package. So the reason you need to watch Jackie Chan in one of the films shot in China or Hong Kong is because in those films, he does everything and he does it the Jackie Chan way that makes the stunts he does look as good as they possibly can be. And in a Chinese Jackie Chan film and a Hong Kong-based Jackie Chan film, he always has these few rules. And I'm not going to go through all of them because that would take fucking ages. But there's a few that are just so important. So first and foremost, if you're watching Jackie do a stunt, he is doing that stunt. There's no bullshit. Like if, if Jackie Chan's character does something in a Jackie Chan film shot in China, that stunt happened and it to be honest with you, almost always happens with no safety measures whatsoever. If you see Jackie jump from one building to the other, he fucking did that. And to make the most of this, his other rule is that he always lets the scene kind of breathe. He hates the way that people in Hollywood shoot films. He literally, I've watched interview after interview where he's ranting about how he's like, oh, all in Hollywood is just shaky cameras, and people running around, and you can never see what's going on properly. If Jackie does a stunt or a fight scene, he takes his camera, he plonks it in the middle of the room, and he just has a full-on fucking fist fight in front of it. There's no clever cuts or anything like that. It's just him doing the stunt in front of you. And because of that, the stunts are really, like, eye-catching. It's, like, ridiculous. You're like, how did he even... Why would you do that? Like, he puts himself almost in unnecessary danger for the sake of making these stunts look as real as they can be, because they are completely real. And he never cuts during a stunt, ever. For instance, in Police Story 2, there's a shot of him on top of a, like a double-decker bus flying down a, a highway, and he's stood on top of the bus, and he jumps off the side of the bus through a second-story window of a skyscraper. And there's no cut, there's no clever shit, there's no wires. He just did that. He just got on a bus and threw himself through a window. Like, that's what he does. Funnily enough, I don't know if you'd ever talk about this, but I've heard that in his autobiography, he says that part of the reason why he got into the whole stunts performance scene in the first place was because when he was a kid, it was something, I can't remember the exact thing, but he basically climbed on top of his, like, his like mum's car while it was driving like in a road like down a road and he like jumped on top of like the school bus so he could like get to school on time or no something way. really crazy like that he actually did this when he was like at 12 insane. years old or something like genuinely so this dude was literally doing this like right from yeah the get-go. he just has like it's not no fear because he talks a lot about how he gets super scared like there's this really crazy stunt he does in police story one which is iconic where he there's a whole video i'll link in the description of him talking about this but it's basically a big pole and it's like a, a four-story like fireman's pole in the middle of a um shopping center and there's all these like electric wires with bulbs connected to it like it's a big light display and he throws himself onto the pole and does a fireman's slide down it while all the bulbs are smashing and blowing up and stuff and he just did that he just straight up did it he nearly died from that he did nearly die and like they, he, there's this thing where he talks about it and he told them, don't start shooting until I nod. 
because he had loads of cameras set up so that they could all see the full length of what he was doing because he was like this is crazy i want to make sure you see every angle of it and then he was trying to like g himself up and he was just stood and he accidentally like twitched and nodded and he heard all the camera he heard someone go like rolling and then all the cameras started rolling and he was said like they only had like 400 foot of film and he was like i've got 30 seconds to jump or this is going to be like a million dollars down the window and we can't reshoot this so he just ran screams he's like ah because he thinks he's gonna die like in real life <laughs> and just jumps on his pole his hands are like burnt he's like bleeding and he just goes smashes down and then lands through like a small tent which are shops in and then just gets up and walks off he's insane like i think one of the things that i realized when i was researching this is like in the west we all look at jackie Chan as like oh silly little jackie does some little kung fu moves he isn't he is mental he's actually really like unnecessarily puts himself in danger a lot even at like 68 he still like almost dies every film and the last reason I just, or like one of the last reasons I fucking love Jackie Chan is that he knows every stunt is worth another take. Like he puts himself in danger once and he'll look at it and be like, nah, it's not good enough. I didn't almost die enough. And he just does it again and again and again. And there's so many stories of him doing like ridiculously dangerous stunts two, three, four times because he wants it to look perfect and like the same goes for the little stuff and this is why if you haven't watched a chinese jackie chan film you haven't watched proper jackie chan and like this isn't necessarily why he's a great stuntman it's just why his films are incredible but like little stuff like there's a film where he's he's on the he's on the phone talking on the phone and he kicks a pencil and it flies up and he catches it without looking and he just carries on writing and stuff like that in Hollywood, they either wouldn't put it in or they'd CG it. But Jackie did that 150 times until it worked. And he always says, like, he says, like, what people come up to him, like, oh, how do we do all the, like, funny... And he's like, I just do it over and over again. I'm not special. He's like, I don't have super reflexes. Yeah. I'm not, like, Superman. I just keep doing it until I get it right. There's this really famous one just where he's got, he's got a fan in his hand, like a geisha fan, and he throws it, and it spins round, and he catches it again. And it's like a small bit part in the film, in the middle of a fight. And he redid that fight like hundreds of times to get this one move right because he just knows that that's what makes it look perfect and like what makes it so good to watch. And they won't let you do that in Hollywood because it's not worth, they don't think it's worth the money. They just CG it, bang. Yeah, quick time. CG it, bang. Yeah, why would we do it? Why would you do it? Because it's incredible and it looks so much better. And it looks so perfect yeah. because it is real. Yeah. Mm. And the last reason I just love him, and I've already touched this, is he he's just mental. Like, he puts himself in so much danger for just things that you're like, you don't need to do that, Jackie. No one cares if you, if you just put a mat down and make sure you don't <laughs> accidentally die. Mm. But there's one shot where he's hanging off a clock tower, off one of the big, like, um, clock, ar- clock arms on a yeah, clock. Yeah. Back to the Future style. Yeah, and he drops through three sort of big cloth kind of ceilings. You know those weird, like, cloth things that you jump around on on Assassin's Creed? Yeah, 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 yeah. He drops through three of those and just hits the ground, like, like just smack. There's no... And he hit, He lands on his head, right? And he, there's a video of him watching back the footage and he's just like, nah, it's not good enough. He just does it again, like, three times. He's falling, like, five stories onto his neck. Yeah, yeah. It's just, just it's completely pointless. The dude literally has like a hole in the back of his head or something like that. Did you know that? It's insane. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, like I. Well, ah, I think I do know how that happened. I was about to say. Is this so I'm tree? pretty sure the the stunt with the tree. Yeah. He tries to switch. So he did this. He did this stunt once, right? So he swings. I I want to say it's the Great Wall of China, but maybe that's just racist. It's a big <laughs> wall in China, and he's swinging. <laughs> Very racist towards walls. <laughs> I, well, yeah, that's not right. It's the fucking Great Wall of China. They've probably not got two, have they? Um, so he swings across it on a tree and lands on top of the wall, like like a, kind of like a monkey. And he's not like connected to the tree or whatever. And again, he could have easily just clipped himself into the tree. No one would have noticed. Right? Yeah, yeah. He does it once. Has a look. It's like, nah, it's not good enough. 
It's not like violent enough. So he does it again, sprints towards the tree, jumps into it, and just basically just falls out the other side of the tree, falls like 50 feet, lands on his head so hard that his skull goes into his brain. No, I think that's that's the stunt where he 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 luckily managed at the last second to like put his arm down so he it like you know floor arm head. But like if he oh. wouldn't have done that, he would have just he wouldn't he wouldn't have made it. But yeah, th- he definitely got his skull impaled into his brain at least yeah. once because yeah. I've read about it. I think that was that time, yeah. And he just does it again and again. He's one of those guys as well who I assumed had broken like a million bones. Like you know, it's like oh, evil can evil broke every bone. He's only broken, like, ten bones, but they're all, like, his head and neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because all the stunts he does, he, A, notoriously never seeks medical attention. I read, like, three stories about him knocking himself out during a stunt and then getting back up to do it again before they took him away in an ambulance because he didn't want to, like, ruin the shot. And, yeah, he's just, he's just mental. I just, I just love Jackie Chan. Like, he never does wires, he never does anything. And, like, if you watch Jackie do something, he did it. The man's a maniac, and he's changed cinema, and I just think he's the GOAT. I love him. And there's so many stunts in films that I just think are... You could take one Jackie Chan stunt and say, oh, did you see this guy just did this one stunt? Like, Buster Keaton did the thing where the thing falls and he goes through the gap in the window, right? He did that one time, and it's legendary. Jackie has done things ten times more dangerous than that, in every single one of his films, and he does it with no... Sometimes unnecessarily. Like, the thing where he jumped off the bus, he went through the wrong window and just smashed through actual glass. <laughs> like, they had, like, pep, like, like sugar glass set up in one of the windows, and he missed it and just went straight through a window. He's just like, fuck, that sugar glass is hard. <laughs> what do you make this out of? <laughs> Can you imagine if it didn't break and he just went, thung, and just fell <laughs> off the side of the building? <laughs> he's insane also he does stuff that he doesn't know how to do he did a snowboarding stunt and he can't snowboard he'd never snowboarded before and i watched it and it was in one of the um the hollywood jackie chan films where it kind of makes it look fake because they do all this like hard cutting to try and make it look more actiony and i was like oh that must be fake i watched an outtake of him trying to do it there's a helicopter hovering in the air right there's a snowboard jump and he jumps on a snowboard that he doesn't know how to use flies through the air and tries to grab the big ski underneath the helicopter and in the shot i saw he just missed i just went like (laughs) and he just did it again and again until he landed it if he'd fucked that up he would have hit the rotor blades of the helicopter and there is no reason for him to do that they could have cg'd that or done it with wires or anything but he's just like nope i'm jackie chan i'll fucking do it for real he's insane the man is mental i do love jackie chan yeah there's some like more cinemary bits about how he shoots all his scenes and how he's a great filmmaker. But go and watch. There's a video I'll link below by this guy. There's a YouTube channel called Every Frame of Painting, which doesn't do videos anymore because the guy actually went on to be a producer and a director in his own right. But he did a whole like 10 minute video essay on why Jackie Chan's films are so incredible. I'd really recommend watching the Jackie Chan one because there's some stuff about the way that he uses cameras and the the fact that he does these really wide shots is just like all filmy shit and that's not what we're here for we're here to talk about jackie chan how to do action comedy yeah yeah exactly watch that i will link it below it's incredible but we're just here to talk about a guy who nearly dies a lot fuck all the cinema this is just about stunt stunt people anyway that's why i fucking love jackie chan shit man nice that's you put up a good argument because I also really like Jackie Chan. I'm also a big Jackie Chan fan. I completely forgot until you start like naming all these things that he's done and movies he's done. I'm like, oh yeah, fuck. I, I fucking love the guy. I forgot about that. He's the goat, man. I swear on my life. No, he's not. Michael, have you seen any of his like uh, Hong Kong films? I haven't. I have seen some clips of him doing mad shit like jumping off a bus. And I think I've seen that whole one. It's just in the recesses of my brain. But I've not seen any of his actual... Old school Chinese films, no. If you're going to watch any of them, and I remember these were on Netflix when I watched them, so they might appear again or they might be on at the moment. But if you're going to watch any of them, I'd recommend Drunken Master 1 and 2. They're so fucking good. Like The whole idea of it is basically Jackie Chan is just like, he gets stronger and better at martial arts the more he gets drunk. So there's these scenes <laughs> where he's fighting people and he's sort of getting his ass handed to him. 
And then he starts like pinching people's like wine and like beer and spirits. And he's like drinking as he's fighting, and it. it's just the whole thing is like perfectly. That does sound good. Yeah, I do like stuff like that. It's really good. But right, we've got a we've got a middle section. I've made a middle section. We're unprofessional. So yeah, speaking of stuntmen, obviously, what what came to mind for me personally, I didn't actually think of movies. Honestly, I thought like a Daredevil. So I instantly my mind just went to Evil Can Evil, and I think I said that in the previous episode. Oh, last week, yeah, you yeah. Did. So I have a little <laughs> question for okay. both of you. Evil Can Evil. He did his longest jump of his entire career in 1967. In fact, New Year's Eve 1967. And I'm going to ask the both of you, how many feet did he Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Jump. I don't know. I don't know feet. Closest answer, go. Wins. How many buses? Was it like, thir- was it 13 buses? Think, think about um, Godzilla's about 160 feet in the first film. Right, how many buses is that? I, do you know what? I'm willing to say that he jumped. How big's Godzilla in like the American like legendary ones? The one in 2014, like about 100 like foot? Six no, foot. he's like, <laughs> yeah, he's about 50 feet or something. <laughs> I watched Godzilla vs. Kong oh, yeah. after we talked about the one that came out like last year. Yeah, how was it? It's actually great. It's fucking wicked, yeah. The the, the new American ones are actually pretty good. Yeah, I really enjoyed them. I really, really enjoyed if it. If you want to watch the newest Japanese one, watch Shin Godzilla. That's a bit different. How far did Evil Knievel jump? I don't know, Fee. If you said how many buses... <laughs> well, convert it to metres and do it like that. How big's a just... bus? <laughs> Well, I don't know. You don't have to do everything in buses, do you? <laughs> if you if you fell off a cliff, you wouldn't be like, "Oh, I fell two buses." <laughs> yeah, because you just say he jumps feet. buses sideways, doesn't he? So if I know, yeah, but you don't know how many buses he. Yeah, did I either. do. I think he did like thirteen buses. Right. So convert. So how big's a bus? How feet? wide's a bus? Like ten feet. A bus is like ten Let's... feet. So I'm gonna say like hundred and ten feet. I reckon he jumped. I reckon he jumped a Mecha Godzilla in the that? new one. How big? I... About 100 foot. But I reckon he jumped 100 and... Do you know what? I'm going to say he jumped 130 feet. So, Michael, your answer was 110 110. Feet. I'm going and 110. And then, Sebek, you're locking in 130. Play along at home. I want you to, you know, comment on Instagram what you said. And if you got the answer right, we'll send you... A picture of our tits. <laughs> Send you a hand job in the mail. <laughs> yeah. Tell us some buses. <laughs> so the answer is 
141 feet. Oh. So, Sebek, you've just clinched it. Yeah, boy. Damn, that is far, though. That's like nearly 15 buses. 141 <laughs> feet. That's literally like 90% of Godzilla. Think about that for a sec. Fucking Godzilla. He jumped Damn. 90% of God fucking Zilla. That's insane. He literally could have... Godzilla could have laid down. He could have jumped into his mouth. <laughs> that would have been sick. And he took breaths him up. Oh, mate. Oh, yeah, he could have breathed him up. Doing we need to bring clips. Evil Knievel out of retirement and bring that, that actor who played uh, Godzilla in the old films. Yeah, just blast <laughs> him into the sky. We might struggle with Evil Knievel. Why? <laughs> he's, dead. he's dead. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's dig him up. <laughs> Dig him up, bring him back. We'll get Dr. With Frankenstein. Which is what he died with. No, we'll get Dr. Frankenstein to reanimate him. Then he can jump Godzilla and it'll be like Franken- Dr. Frankenstein versus Evil Knievel versus Godzilla. That's the film. Go, print it. Right. Enough of Godzilla because that was last week. Let's get back on the topic of stuntmen. And I want to hear your pick now, Michael. I'm very interested to see if you could top the master, the drunken master, Jackie Chan. Well, I believe I can. Now, I actually, this was the most difficult for me. I really wanted to do Goat Stuntman. It was one of my ideas. And then I realised, I don't know who to do. I don't know who's, who to pick. The first name that came to my head was a fella called Michael Crawford. And probably no one's ever heard of this guy either. He famously did all his own stunts in a 1970s British comedy called Some Mothers Do Have Them. I didn't pick him because he's actually pretty crap, but he's the only one I could actually think of for some reason. He like would like roll a blade up, up like a, I don't know, a construction site and then like fall into a skip backwards and stuff like that, you know? But he was quite famous for doing all his own stunts. And for some reason, my brain went straight to him. But I haven't picked Michael Crawford. I've picked another fella who I'll just give you some facts for him. Some of it's not quite as impressive as Jackie Chan. I'll give you that. He's been in 48 films as an actor. Apparently, he's got a net worth of about $50 million. His top five movies that he's been in, actually, have grossed nearly half a billion dollars, which is quite a lot. Apparently, he's had over 20 broken bones in his career and has got a hospital bill of about $8 million. Oh, my God. Can I say something? This is ringing a lot of your Messi versus Ronaldo chat. Of you bringing up a load of stats which aren't quite yeah. as good as the person who is clearly the GOAT, and then finding some niggly thing, like, oh, but they ran more, and being like, and that's why he's the GOAT. He's not made as much money, what? he's not been as what many was films, ja- and he's what not was, as What was Jackie Chan's <laughs> goals for, for game ratio? <laughs> we want to get to the bottom well, of that. <laughs> just let me get to it. Now, this fella's name, you may or may not have heard of him, his name is Philip John Clapp. Never heard of him. He's probably... He's, he does go by another name. And his other name is attached to probably one of the most famous quote lines, taglines of all time, and every single child ever has replicated this line, and it goes like this. Hi, my name is Johnny Knoxville, and welcome to Jackass! Oh, That's right, baby. Hello. Johnny Knoxville. Oh, Here I'm we go. That you didn't pick Wee Man. <laughs> well, to hear about Wee if Man I was going to pick one of the jackass one. guys, I had to pick the guy who started it all, and his name is Johnny Knoxville. Now, I didn't know his name was Philip John Clapp until I was looking at him yesterday, and apparently, the name Johnny Knoxville. He's from Knoxville, Tennessee. I don't think he's ever said this, but his middle name is John Johnny Knoxville. That's probably where it comes from. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. So yeah. Johnny Knoxville. I'm not going to go through his entire life story, but he's actually very similar to Jackie Chan, which I'll allude to throughout the thing rather than jumping into it right now. In the stunts that he does, he's very similar, actually. What you were, what you were saying was quite, it's quite true for Johnny Knoxville as well. But I'll cut to the chase for his life story. So he set out to become an actor. He went to acting college and he had really minor roles when he left in, like being an extra or doing random commercials or adverts, as we call them in the you know, in the UK. But he never really got his big break. So what he ended up doing was he had this really great idea and he would just go around and pitch it to loads of magazines and TV shows and everybody was just like, nah, nah, nah. Until he pitched it to a skateboarding magazine called Big Brother. Now, this magazine was alongside magazines like Thrasher and stuff at the time, but 
Big Brother's ambition was to be way more risque with their content. And they would put, have like nude pictures of women and stuff like that in. And it was created by a guy called Spike Jones, who, if you've seen any of the Jackass films, you'll know who he is. And the editor of this magazine was a fella by the name of Jeff Tremaine. And the guy who worked in the mailroom of this was we magazine... Man. Was Wee Man. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yes, he was. <laughs> Even um, it's a few of the other members were on, the Jackass members were on that magazine as well. Like uh, They all who, came through for this who magazine. Was the guy, who was the guy with the thong? Chris Pontius. He Chris worked, Pontius. At, he worked yeah. at the magazine as well, yeah. And Steve-O did it a bit for the magazine. I'm guessing that's how they knew like Bam and people like that as well, was because it was a skate magazine. Yeah, so Johnny Knoxville pitched this idea to big the guys at Big Brother, and the idea was testing self-defense equipment on himself. And everybody he'd ever spoken to said no. And Jeff Tremaine was like, fuck yeah. He was like, if you do it, you've got to film it. Like, obviously, we, we want to film this so we can, like, you know, shoot it because they would make little videos. And so what he did was he tested pepper spray a stun gun a taser and then he shot a real gun at his own chest while wearing the cheapest bulletproof vest he could afford i didn't know about the last one holy shit and you can still watch it on youtube (laughs) yeah so he didn't have any money so he bought the cheapest bulletproof vest possible and he bought a real revolver and he shot himself in the chest and you can see when he shoots himself it like burns him like the phosphorus or whatever so he's like taking the thing off so quick he probably thinks he's actually killed himself and it's like he's fine he's like whoo <laughs> but it's pretty funny the video that video is insane like there's this guy filming him the guy sounds like he's gonna be sick yeah he's like please johnny don't do it like i i, I really just don't think we should do this and he's like but it says on the packet that it'll stop a 357 or whatever it is and the guy's <laughs> like i know but it's so close and it was so cheap and johnny's like ah it'll be fine yeah, yeah he's like ah boom <laughs> So they shot this footage. They then approached a guy called Bam Majera, who was doing other skateboarding videos at the time called CKY. And they were just very similar. They were like skateboarding at this time at two schools that had your Tony Hawk, straight up nerds just doing skating videos, cutting every time they fall over. And then you had the badass kids who would like do skateboarding videos. And then halfway through, they'd like set some bins on fire or whatever. So he, they teamed up with Bam Majera to make a little pilot. And the pilot was shipped around, you know, went around HBO and all these people. And they all said, no, no way, no way. The idea was it was a skateboarding video without any skateboarding and just people hurting themselves. Eventually, MTV said yes. And then that show became Jackass. And everybody knows Jackass. I don't think I really need to explain it. It featured the cast, Johnny Knoxville, Bam Majera, Chris Pontius, Dave England, Steve-O, Wee Man, Aaron McGahee, Preston Lacey and the late Ryan Dunn. So they all teamed up. MTV said, yes, fine. And they shot three seasons of Jackass, where this band of absolute merry men, absolute nutters would do everything possible to prank each other, hurt each other, inflict the most amount of pain or embarrassment on each other. They would do stunts specifically to hurt each other or themselves. So a little bit like Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan didn't have to do that stunt. He could have got CGI. These guys didn't have to do it either, but they wanted to. They did never use CGI or a string or anything ever in between. They had the opposite thought to Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan's like, I want to do this. It's going to hurt, but I want to nail it so that it doesn't hurt and it looks cool. These guys were like, let's make this hurt as much as possible. They never use sugar glass when they jump in through a window. They just straight up do the glass. They're like, nah, jump straight through the glass. Isn't it true that, um, sorry if you're, if you're going to get into this, but isn't it true that after the first season premiered on MTV of Jackass, they became like overnight sensations, but they d- didn't yes. really get paid very well, like for the first yeah, that's season, because no one thought it would do that well. So they were like super famous, but like they just were still living at the like parents' house, like in, on their sofas. Yeah, they were super famous, and MTV also were very worried about Jackass when it was coming out. When they because they had signed up to do three seasons, and then they had to do they wanted to like re up their contracts, and so there were loads of kids just going to the hospital for doing jackass stuff. And MTV were like, ooh, we're going to get sued. So they just, they told them, they're like, look, we, you can do it again, but we're going to have to turn it down. We're going to have to like do all this stuff. Like we can't have any of this stuff anymore. And at this point, Johnny Knoxville was like, no, no way. I'm not going back on what I want. What Like this is my baby. Like this is, I am never going to back down on what I believe in. I'm never going to do these stunts in a less like extreme and violent way. So I quit. So he just straight up quit the show. Dave Chappelle style. 
pure Dave Chappelle style. He was like, if you can't do it my way, it's the highway. See you later. <laughs> so Jack asked the show, you know, they, I'm saying that Johnny Knoxville's a stuntman. What kind of stunts would these guys get into? Well, during the show, they would do all sorts of mad, way more mad shit than Jackie Chan could do. Because, like I said, it's all about context and the purpose. The purpose wasn't to film a cool action movie. The purpose was just to inflict as much pain or be as ridiculous as possible. So they would do stuff like roller skating with an angry bull, pulling someone's teeth out with a string attached to a Lamborghini, Oof. <laughs> running gauntlets through corridors with hanging stun guns in the way, and lots of stuff up the butt, lots of stuff with puking, and a lot of stuff involving their penises, or dressing up Chris's, Chris Pontius's penis as various characters. <laughs> Which is also pretty funny. That was like a sideshow of the show. is Chris Pontius cock in different uniforms. <laughs> in different costumes. Like, they once dressed Chris Pontius's cock up as a mouse. And they put it in a snake vivarium. Tried to get the snake to eat the mouse. And they got it on a string and they're bouncing on with that and going, Come on, it's a snake, have your lunch. And eventually it does. It obviously bites his knob and it's pretty painful. But yeah, it's pretty good stuff. So, yeah, after the show finishes you know that's the concept of jackass it's very simple we've all seen it we all know what it's all about johnny knoxville quit the show completely dies but he's got a bright idea if he goes to film and creates a movie and he can slap an r rating on it he doesn't have to worry about any of the corporate bullshit of oh we need to tone this down for audiences because it's got an age rating and that's exactly what they did and they shot four films over the next 20 years the most recent one came out this year, I believe, Jackass Forever. And they also shot a spin-off, which Johnny Knoxville starred in, called Jackass Presents Bad Grandpa, which is actually very, very funny and centres around Knoxville's character of Irving Zisman, who is an old <laughs> man who is... I don't even know how to describe him. He gets him. into hijinks by just being, like, a horrible man and just, like... I think it might have been Jackass 2, where, like, Irvin Hyman... What's his name? Irvin Zimmerman. Uh, Irvin Zisman. Irvin Zisman. Him and, like... He has, like, his nine-year-old or ten-year-old, like, quote-unquote grandson. And they're, like, at, they're at a burger joint, and he's, like... <laughs> the son's, like, smoking fags and, like, drinking, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. liquor. And he's just saying, like, calling everyone around him, like, a pussy and all this shit. <laughs> like, and the, guy, the guys are, like... He's like, he wants to fight him, but he's like, I'm not going to fight either a nine-year-old or like an eight-year-old man, even though he's there really provoking me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the thing about Johnny Knoxville is like, his, sometimes his stunts aren't just him like getting smashed by a bull. Sometimes his stunts are just going out and provoking the public into not beating the living shit out of him. <laughs> but anyways, if... That's the jackass crew, but if Knoxville is going to be the goat stuntman, if he's going to be crowned as the goat stuntman, he's got to have proven himself to be doing the most maddest of stunts, right? Well, correct. Here's a little bit of his rap sheet. These are some of his best stunts slash worst injuries of all time. Play it on me. So, obviously he did the uh, roller skating bull. He's actually done a lot of stuff with bulls. He just likes to stand in front of them and just get smashed, basically. And one of his worst injuries to date was in the latest movie, surprisingly, when he's like nearly in his 50s. He's never toned it down. He's only ever ramped it up. He's only ever been consistent. He got hit by this bull. He's trying to do a magic trick in front of a bull. He gets hit. First take, it, the bull just like pile drives him into the ground. Obviously, it hurts a, a lot. But Knoxville knows. Jeff Tremaine knows. The whole crew knows. It's just not a good enough shot. It's like not quite funny enough, even though he gets annihilated. So he's like, oh, I'll do it again. <laughs> normally they just do one take of these things because it, it normally comes off. If someone's going to hurt themselves, they're going to hurt themselves. So he does it again. This time they get a different bull out. He annihilates him. He flips into the air, smashes onto his head. He breaks his wrist, his ribs, and has a brain hemorrhage. I mean, he has to spend the entire weekend in hospital. And uh, it took him about a month to recover from this brain hemorrhage. He's just literally like days the whole time, the rest of the time shooting the movie. He says it's probably his worst injury to date. It's pretty, pretty bad. Yeah, it was nasty, that one. It was very nasty. He did a less lethal test firing with a beanbag out of a shotgun that they just fired straight into his stomach. He just pulls his shirt up. Yep, let's go. He also, in that same, I think it was in the same segment, potentially, 
they did a like a non-lethal like riot control demonstration. I think it was, yeah. Yeah, so these guys set up this like claymore that shoots rubber ball bearings, like hundreds and hundreds of rubber ball bearings at hundreds of miles an hour. They're testing it against a dummy. They like pull the trigger and this thing like explodes, like it's massive explosion. The whole room shakes. All these ball bearings just fly down the other end of the room and, uh, and obliterate this test dummy. They evaporate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Johnny Lux was laughing his ass off. Bam, Jam, Ryan Thunders go, nope, fuck this, and go straight out of the door. Like, they're not even joking. They're not doing it. They're straight out of there. And Lux was like, oh, God, come on, you pussies. <laughs> yeah, like he, he coaxed them back into doing it. Yeah. yeah, he eventually coaxed Ryan Dunn into doing it. Just, he doesn't even know how. He just was sat in the car. He wasn't expecting Ryan to do it. Ryan came up to him. He's like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And Johnny was like, fine, you don't have to do it. And Johnny Knox would just start walking off, and all of a sudden he just sees Ryan Dunn walking behind him, and he just knows, I've, I've got him into doing it, he doesn't want to be a bitch. But Bam is like, no, no, I'm definitely not doing it. Johnny Knox was like, look, it does, it's going to hurt a bit, but it's mainly just loud, like, I think it was just the noise, like, it's not actually, like, it's just the noise. So he's like, oh, fine. So they all line up and do it, and this thing, like, <laughs> the explosion is enormous. Ryan Dunn and Bam Majera fold. Johnny Knoxville was like, barely walking he's absolutely dying Bam Majera genuinely cried like he's just like pure crying tears of like he's just weeping it's sad and Knoxville's just laughing his ass off because <laughs> he's so badass that's one thing about the whole Jackass series is like my favorite character it isn't Steve-O it isn't Johnny Knoxville it isn't Steve- it isn't even Wee Man bless his heart it's Johnny Knoxville's laugh I fucking yeah. love his laugh. His laugh is <laughs> yeah. just amazing. It's so, so contagious. It's so contagious. And he laughs so much because he, he does like that nervous laughter when he's like, oh, fuck, I'm about to get really badly oh, hurt. God. So he just starts <laughs> yeah, laughing. Yeah. Or if he does get hurt, he just laughs because that's how he yeah, deals yeah, with pain. Yeah. It's great. I love it. But actually, what his worst injury ever, this is not the brain hemorrhage. This is his worst injury ever came when he was, he wasn't even supposed to do the stunt, but this is how badass he is, right? And again, just like you said, Seb, a lot of the things that Jackie Chan would do, he can't actually do. He can't actually snowboard or whatever. Johnny Knox was the exact same. He can't actually do any of this stuff. He's deliberately doing it because he can't do it to cause himself insane pain and walk away from it. And so he can't ride a motorbike, but they're shooting this tribute to Evil Knievel. And uh, he's like, oh, I'll just backflip this motorbike off this massive ramp. And they're like, yeah, but you can't ride oh a motorbike. And he's like, oh, don't, it doesn't matter. And they're like, right, okay, fine. Well, you need to know one thing. And he's like, hey, yeah, what, what? He's like, promise me you're going to listen. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, if you're going to fall off, you must not let go of the bike. You must hold on to it. Do not let go under any circumstances. He's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. He shoots up the ramp. The first thing he does is let go of the bike. (laughs) He falls down on the ramp. And the reason they said don't let go of the bike is because if you let go, it will just come down straight on top of you, which it did. Oh, God, yeah. And the handlebars crushed his pelvis and it broke his dick. So he gets up and he's like, guys, I think I'm pissing myself. And he looks down and he's like, oh, no, it's just blood. And he's, they're all like, wait, really? He's like, yeah, I really need a piss. But, oh, God damn it, I'm, I'm just pissing blood. And they're like, oh, God, oh, God. So they get him straight to the hospital. Yeah, it turned out he'd like, let me see. He, uh, what did he do? I think I wrote it down. Did he break the bone in his penis? No, he tore his urethra. Oh, my fucking God. Oh. He severed his urethra. Fuck that. And. For the next three and a half years, he had to do a self-catheter, which if you don't know what a catheter is, it's a tube down your knob. Oh, no. Every day, twice a day, for three and a half years. (laughs) Fucking hell. But he just laughs. Like, in the back of this ambulance, he's just laughing. He's like, oh, I came here to just... I wasn't even going to do a stunt, and now I broke my dick, (laughs) and all this stuff. And it's like... (laughs) Oh, yeah, he wasn't supposed to do that. He just turned up to watch it. I'm pretty sure that was on Nitro Circus. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but it was on a thing with them where they're trying to, yeah, they're doing like a tribute to Evil Knievel. It was Nitro Circus does a tribute to Evil Knievel and Johnny was there just to watch and he broke his dick. Yeah, for three, for how long did I say? Three and a half years he did a catheter twice a day because of that injury. No reason. But he's just bulletproof. Like, this is the thing is it just doesn't bother him. Like, he's genuinely just completely bulletproof. Well, he's not bulletproof, but he's like, He's pretty bulletproof. Well, no, because he does get really badly injured. He gets really badly injured, but it never quits. He never quits. Yeah, I don't think that's bulletproof. That's just, like, stupid. He's got a bulletproof mentality. 
Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. that's what I mean. He, mentally, he's completely bullet. He will just do it again and again. He never quits. And like everyone thinks he like doesn't do the hardest stunts, but he does. Like this is the thing. He created the show, and he does do the hardest stunts. He doesn't do the most like disgusting, like the pooing and stuff. But I think he does the most dangerous. He does the hardest stuff. But yeah, they're sort of his highlights. Yeah, Johnny and the whole crew, they just rose to pure stardom. Like, the Jackass crew is, like, one of the biggest bunch of celebrities on the planet. A legendary group of people. It's all, you know, it's pretty well documented that it didn't go that great for some of them. But for Johnny, it actually did go pretty well. He's sort of gone from strength to strength in his career. And he's almost, like, transcended stardom with being a stuntman like he's appeared in loads of movies he was in men in black 2 he was in dukes of hazard he was in teenage mutant ninja turtles and he was in the jackass spin-off bad grandpa so he's sort of taken being a stuntman to like the next level in terms of going into hollywood as well which is pretty cool and it's all just from getting hit in the dick really and stunning yourself and shooting yourself in the chest while wearing a bulletproof vest and i think that's probably what makes him the goat like there might be people out there that can do visually more impressive stunts like a triple backflip johnny knoxville can't do a triple backflip but this is why johnny knoxville is just that little bit better because he'll try and do a triple backflip and he's trying to do it to make you laugh and laughing is the greatest enjoyment a human can have you can never be happier when you're laughing and these guys they make you laugh it's involuntary laughing it's involuntary happiness you're so happy you can't even not be happy and that's why i fucking love these guys and especially johnny knoxville and yeah, he's just a global phenomenon. Like Jackass spans all across the world. It's in every single adult's brain and classroom ever. Hands up if you have said to your mates, oh, get a camera, let's, let's do a Jackass thing and try to like push him down a hill in a trolley or do something stupid like that. Hands up. Yeah, I've done that. We used to do that as kids. Every single body here, exactly. And I bet if you did that to any workplace, any group of adults, I bet 90% hands would go up. Everybody's trying to do it. Everyone's trying to, like, spray their leg with hairspray and set it on fire while their mate's filming on a Sony Ericsson. Let's do Jackass. Let's post it on YouTube. Everybody's done it. It's great. It's, you know, we can talk about the nuance of whether it's really dangerous and bad influence or stuff like that. But to me, it was fun. It made things enjoyable. It was, it's pure happiness and laughter. I remember as a kid, I tried to get my brother and his friends to all piss in a uh, a bin and then like close the, like me get inside the bin and then them roll me up a hill and close the bin and then roll me down. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, think, was... I think originally they were like, yeah, that sounds funny. And then I was like, yeah, let's do it. And they were like, actually, that's, that's not piss in this <laughs> bin. Yeah, because they're going to get in so much shit with like my mum. <laughs> Why did you roll your brother down a hill in a piss bin? <laughs> well, he wanted to do it. Yeah. He thought it was hilarious. I was so down for that shit. <laughs> and everyone is. And why? Why did you want to do it? Because Jackass was sick. And it would make your friends laugh and there's nothing better. Like, we can all thank Johnny Knoxville for some of our greatest laughing experiences ever. Vinny, we watched Jackass 4.5 a couple months ago at mine and it was great. It's one of the best, like... Watching a Jackass film, and it's me, I've watched all of them several times. I could just watch them again and again and again and again because it's never not funny watching Preston Lacey in a sweatsuit running on a cross trainer while everyone collects his sweat, drinks it, and vomits everywhere. Even the cameraman's vomiting on <laughs> yeah, the camera. Yeah, the camera it, that through, is yeah. never not funny. It's never not funny seeing Wee Man on like a trampoline while Preston jumps on it and he flies off. It's never not funny watching Johnny Knoxville get hit by a bull. That's why they do it in every single film, because it's hilarious. I will add that not everyone finds it funny. I know two people, both by the name of Seb, who don't really like Jackass. And I believe one of them I'm talking to right now. (laughs) Well, they're wrong. (laughs) It's not that I don't like it. And I do really like Johnny. I think what I find difficult is... I I don't mind the pain and stuff. I just don't like watching people really not enjoying themselves every jackass film i start watching it and then there's a point where i'm just like oh i don't think this is very funny anymore like i could watch them jumping on a treadmill and crashing around like where they're trying to do the band practice on a treadmill or whatever that is that's hilarious it's mainly the pranks that you don't like then because it comes from like a nasty place yeah that's the thing it'll be like oh i fucking 
do you want to watch some CCTV of me raping your mum? And everyone's in the background like, oh my God, he's crying. Oh my God, it's your mum. Oh, your mum's tied up. And now she's crying. Oh, fucking me. And I'm just like, oh, I just don't find it very funny. Like, I don't like the pranks. I do like the stunts. But like, I don't enjoy watching someone else just get like... Horribly mentally tortured. Yeah, like that's not funny to like me. When like they that, throw that's Bam just like the snake. Thing. Yeah, I was just immediately. <laughs> yeah, like that. that's just horrible. Like that's not funny to me. Like I don't. I wouldn't laugh at that. I would just be like, "That's fine." For my argument, that's fine because I'm talking about the stunts. So that's me done. I'm putting Johnny Knoxville down. Philip John Clap, should I say? God, right. So that just leaves it to me, right? Philip John Clap or Fang Shai Long? Fang Shai Long or Big John Clap? <laughs> Yeah, fuck. Ah, this is this is a really hard one. The whole time, like as soon as I knew both of yours, uh, the whole time I was just like in the back of my head, like, right, which one is it gonna be? And I, I still haven't really come up with a solution. Oh my god. So okay, so Jackie Chan's been doing it for since he was five, right? Did you say? Well, that was martial arts, right? But yeah, he's been doing the like action comedy since he's like twenty. Yeah, yeah, and obviously you got to start doing start doing that weird bus trick when no one was looking, just because he had to get to school or something weird like that. So he's been doing it for what forty, fifty years at this point. Yeah, he's sixty eight, and he's still going as well. And he's still doing his own stunts now. Oh, okay. So I'm just gonna say both of them. I love them so much. I love all the movies that Jackie Chan's been in that I've seen, even Rush Hour three, and. <laughs> I love everything Johnny Knoxville's been in. I mean, I haven't seen Bad Grandpa, but obviously the, the, everything Jackass related is just fucking top notch. Hmm. But I feel like Jackie Chan's had a longer career doing this, and I'd say possibly has inspired more people. The only thing Johnny Knoxville inspired was getting me to <laughs> roll around in a piss bin down a hill, or at least attempt to, uh, or, you know, kids breaking their legs from, like, falling off of buildings or whatever, <laughs> which is obviously really good. I love that stuff. That's fantastic stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that has its merit. But I just think the legacy of Jackie Chan, I think it really just, I think that's the extra bit. So I, I, I'm, really, I'm really sorry, because I really, I really love Johnny Knoxville, but I'm going to have to crown Jackie Chan as, or sorry, Fang Shai Long as the goat stuntman. Oof, that, that was a really hard one. That was really, really tricky to decide. Yeah, I'm the most disappointed I've ever been after losing one of these now. Do you know what? I, I, I actually would have been happy with either. Yeah, I'm, I'm more disappointed. I am way more disappointed genuinely about losing this than I was about losing uh, Gandalf to Dynamo, to be fair. <laughs> I fucking hated that Gandalf. <laughs> I just want to say, this is what it feels like when you actually try. I did try with this Gandalf. Is... Did you not know how hard I had to try to convince you Gandalf was a magician? <laughs> <laughs> you look genuinely disappointed. I've never seen you disappointed. Honestly, I've been so... Since I thought of Johnny Knoxville, I've been so excited to, like, to bring it to the table because I thought it's such a rogue shout, stuntman, Johnny Knoxville. I could even see you said completely racking your brain, like, what the fuck is he talking about? Until I said, hi, I'm Johnny Knoxville, and your little eyes lit up, and it's like, it was such a good shout. So I am disappointed. It was a really good shout. It was a really good shout. But it was great to talk about it, so I don't, I'm, I'm fine with it. I had a lot of fun with that, yeah. Yeah, and you did a solid job of, like, talking about it. Like, I, I was kind of on Team Johnny by the end. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Like, you did a great job of talking about it, and I think it's made me... The way you talked about Jackass made me maybe feel more comfortable about watching it. Wow, there we go. Yeah. I had a lot of fun with that one. I had a lot of fun with that one. Thank you, boys. No, it was such a good one, yeah. Yeah, same. I feel like that's the best record we've done in ages. I'm genuinely beaming. Like, that was so much fun. No technical issues. With an asterisk next to (laughs) Michael's couple of crashes. No serious technical issues. Nothing serious. Damaged the fucking record, yeah. We've only been recording for an hour and 44 minutes, which is relatively short. You can have dinner now at a normal time. Yeah, I'm going to go and eat at a normal time and, I don't know, have a wank. Good shout. But yeah, uh, as fun as I had with this one, I 
have a little feeling in the back of my mind that we're going to have a bit more fun with the next one because we will all be in the same room for the first time in podcasting history, in GOAT's history. I know. Yeah. Yeah, we're all going to meet up at my house in Bristol and have an absolute large one. It's going to be fantastic. I really cannot wait. I can't wait either. And we have got a little present for you that we've been waiting to give you. For weeks. <laughs> oh, yeah. For weeks. So you've got that to look forward to I can't to wait as well. for my big fuck-off dildo to sit on. <laughs> I'm sure you'll use it wisely. I'm sitting on it on, on the potty. It's... <laughs> I'm going to use my fucking gift. Yeah. Right, on that note, should we call an end? Thanks for listening. Patreon, we haven't got any new patrons, but go and go and subscribe to our Patreon. We really, really want to give you bonus content for that. What we hopefully will do is put the whole live episode on Patreon so you yeah. can watch that. I've been trying to get the whole porn one up as well, but my computer's being a bit of a dick. Anything else? Follow us on Instagram because the Instagram is popping. My uh, Oh yeah, follow us on Instagram. Yeah, my little visuals that I'm doing, the last episode that came out after this before this record was the uh, Godzilla one and I'm very proud of that running that, that running uh, little thing that I did so go follow that because I think it's great and go fucking have a wank and go do your own stunts kids see you next week yep go do your own wank <laughs> see you next week <laughs> love you all bye 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 love you bye